Thank you for joining with us for another episode of Morning Briefings here on the Pipeline Intercession for the President and on our podcast. If you have any dreams that you have about the office of the president, please send them to pip at christiancentershreveport.com. We're so thankful that you all have joined in with us on this prayer journey, and we look forward to standing with you not only today, but in the days ahead. So with that, we'll go ahead and join today's broadcast as we talk about the news and stand on the wall for this nation and the office of the president. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Zach Arskaden coming to you live from North Carolina, and I'm glad to be back, feeling a lot better uh, than I was earlier this week. I think just some allergies with being back in the south and and Louisiana and and Houston area so the hot weather really got to me um but feeling a lot better family's back home made it safe thank you all for your prayers and um well wishes while we traveled and getting healed had a long day traveled with a a infant Um, so we're we're glad to be home and make it home safely without having effects from the hurricane yet um, and we'll get into that a little bit here today. Uh, the hurricane, for those you guys probably know, hit Florida really hard last night, and it's supposed to make its way uh, up Georgia, South Carolina. So keep those people in mind, um, family members, if you know anybody in those regions, um, they could possibly be hit with a lot of high winds and rain. Um, and some areas just aren't prepared for it. Some are still recovering. Even here in North Carolina, are still recovering from um, hurricane. Five years ago, I was reading this morning. So there's a lot going on here that could be effect for a lot of people, still as is Florida. And today, the focus is on preparing our house for recovery in the season ahead as we've now entered into a new year. They're um, heading into a new year in the Jewish calendar. And the big theme uh that prophetically is talking about this coming year is the year of recovery. And I think it kind of lines out. It's very interesting how the Lord lines this stuff out uh, with how just we're going through, again, this book of Reordering Your Day uh, from Chuck Pierce. And the verses, there's several verses here today that they that we line out here on our study here, this prayer point of, of reordering our day to re-enter the throne room with, with covenant blessing. And the first verse is Jeremiah 33, 3, where if anybody part of the charismatic movement back in the day in the 90s remembers this song, um, Call to Me and I'll Answer You. And, but then verse 1 goes on to, Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the second time while he was still confined in the court of the guard, saying, Thus says the Lord, who made the heaven, who made the earth, the Lord who formed it to establish it, the Lord is his name. Call to me and I will answer you, and I will tell you great and mighty things which you do not know. Now, Chuck also points out here that Psalms 127 is also a verse to look at because, okay, you call upon the Lord and he will answer us. But then understanding this is that when we, we try to do things in this season ahead is we have to make sure we're in line with what the Lord wants of the recovery. Are we going after the things that the Lord wants? And in Psalms 127, it lays it out pretty clearly here as David points out. He says, Unless the Lord builds a house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman keeps watch in vain. It is vain for you to try to rise up early, to retire late, to eat the bread of a painful labors, 
for he gives to his beloved even in his sleep. Behold, children are a gift of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward like arrows in the hands of a warrior. So are the children of one's youth. How blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be ashamed when they speak with their enemies at the gate. And the key point here is, is unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain. Who build it? Unless the Lord guards the city, they, the watchman keeps awake in vain. And so we want to make sure that we're in that timing of the Lord. We're with that place where the Lord has called us to be. And we're honoring and walking out the things that the Lord has called us to walk out. And, and the prayer point for this, and this is really the only prayer point for today that we want to walk out um, and stand on today. Because I'm still gathering my bearings on the news. I miss a lot with being out. But as he says, call out and let the Spirit of the Lord reveal things you could never see. Ask the Lord to open your eyes so you watch for your future and dealing with the recovery. And says God is reordering our day this year, so we, we must enter into the time frame and experience the power of the watch. Let the Holy Spirit establish your watch and watch for unusual things to happen to you this year. Um, and, and as unusual things happen this year. And this is a season where prophetic has been released all around um, the prophetic community and apostolic community of a unveiling and a recovering and exposing of hidden things and and it's no more time to repent if, if you need to repent I mean this is the the timing is, is is coming ever sooner but it's also a time to say okay Lord where where should I watch where should I be where should I advance to uh, is it a time to advance should I wait for us this season and, and go for the next season so we want to be aware of the timing of the Lord and the watches that the Lord has us. And obviously here for us, as part of Pipeline, is to pray for the office of the president. Now, with that being said, is there some interesting things that have, have come up in the news that I just want to give some updates on and to be aware of in the season ahead as they will affect potentially um, the world and in more so specifically the office of the president and our nation as well. So it, it and I don't think... From what I'm seeing, this is getting much ado, obviously right now, as the focus is on Florida and, and the effects of the hurricane, which they should be. And so there's plenty of news out there I think we should, you guys have been following, continue to follow. But I want to point this out is there has now been a fourth leak been reported. This is from The Guardian out of the U.K., with the Nord Stream pipeline in the Baltic Sea. And there are rumors of possibilities of who might be involved. Um, I'll put a link to this. Tucker Carlson had an interesting video, to say the least, um, where he did a monologue the other day about could it possibly be the, the U.S. government being involved in this. Again, who who knows? Until we, we have evidence, which it's doesn't seem like there will be much evidence because the powers that be are, t are seriously taking their time on figuring out who's going to investigate um, this Nord Stream 2 pipeline and Nord Stream 1 pipeline originally that um, somehow just blew up out of the middle of nowhere 
And you have Sweden coming in uh, saying here, um, as we talked about how, well, this is sabotage. You have other people, Poland, talk about this is sabotage. There, there's, there's several questions that, that come to mind is, is who would benefit from this? Obviously not Russia. I mean, if, if Russia's doing this, they're cutting off their arm to save their leg um, and to say, well, we're not, we're not going to give to Germany. You also have climate change activists who could be very motivated to do something like this. Um, Tucker Carlson points out, well, you also might possibly have the United States government who would possibly benefit from this as, other, as another natural gas pipeline for Europe has now come up. Um, so there's a lot of factors at play here. This is one of those things just to pray for, pay, I mean, be patient and pray for wisdom for those involved to really deal with this because you also have some people in NATO calling for NATO to respond as this is now insights Article 5 if it is Russia and or an ally or active um, partner with Russia, which means that's World War III. Um, and that's, that's very, very um, shaky ground to, to walk on. Then you also have the fact that uh, this week, tomorrow, uh, Putin is, and, and this is, really, this is important, important, is Putin is getting ready to sign an annexation of the four regions in Ukraine that they, you know, took over the Luntz, Dunst, Kherson, and I can't, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this last one here. Uh, if you can see it here in this article, um, my Russian and Ukrainian is not uh, very sharp, so I'm not going to try there. But my point is, is these regions are now going to, tomorrow, he's going to have a ceremony, quote-unquote, to sign a document, you know, saying they, they annex it and they're part of uh, Russia and going along with this sham vote where you had 98, 95, 93, um, 87, 90, 97, 99% of people, quote-unquote, voting uh, to go along and be annexed where they were forced at gunpoint to vote for uh, a certain agenda on the ballot. Uh, very, very honest election process. Um, so while at the same time you have this going on, you have Russian men fleeing the country, um, and that has been verified. There are numerous immigrants into the rest of Europe from Russia because as their men leaving because they do not want to fight in this war, some even at gunpoint, etc. And so I want to point this out because this is something that's that's interesting that could affect us in the days ahead, um, not only militarily but in the future as well in other areas and so we just want to be aware of this and about dealing with the recovery and, and positioning and prayer excuse me and so something we need to be be aware about aware about moving ahead okay now on the home front dealing with hurricane ian is president biden did yesterday sign a disaster de declaration that Florida had asked for, meaning that any federal aid um, and to the state, tribal, and local recovery efforts needed, they will get access to them, which is a good thing. Even though he is, his administration is politicizing this and not having him, as is customary, talk to the governor of Florida, Governor DeSantis, which is very, very interesting. 
um, to see that they would drop that low. And, and if anything, that's something we should just pray that is broken over the office of the president, hopefully within this, within this administration, but if not this, then the next. Uh, repent, number one, for these actions. But number two is pray that whoever becomes president next doesn't allow politics to divide as this administration for some reason is doing. Um, and and I, th I think this is... This story is, is quite interesting because DeSantis talked about how there are 26 states who have reached out, including um, among them, democratically, New York, Colorado, and New Jersey, who are helping. Um, I mean, the, the massive... And obviously, they get federal funds for this if they, by doing this, so it benefits them if they do. Uh, but he also talked about how when he talked to Louisiana governor... John Bell Edwards, uh, he was very complimentary um, and, and helpful, ask, asking DeSantis, hey, is there anything you need? You know, are people kind of experienced at this? They're pretty good, etc. And so this shows this shows a couple things, and I, and I want to point this out because you know the narrative is, oh, we're so divided, we're so this and that, politicians, they hate each other, blah, blah, blah. And they may not like the, the political sides that people are on, but they're still people, they're still human beings. And I think at a lower level of government, and when the media is not inciting certain things, is people can be civil and we can get along and they can work together. And I want to point this out because this this shows that there is a hope of even though there are, you know, differences between the Republican Democratic Party, they can still work together and get things done for the betterment of the people and still benefit from it in, in the long run as Louisiana and all these other states will benefit from it from federal aid. And, and there's a whole, you can go down a whole rabbit trail there, but is if we were to sit here and believe everything that's coming out of the media is true of, oh, there's so much this divide, there's so much this, yeah, there's differences politically, but as people and relationally, when, when you put two people in a room, you get them away from a camera, you get them away from a keyboard, you get them away from everything, a lot of things tend to simmer down uh, as far as the political rhetoric, the anger. You have some people who will who are so divided that they will stay on those political divides and cause issues for whatever they may be. But in reality is, is people are not necessarily that abrasive and confrontational when you actually put them in a room. And in this situation, this shows at a local level, too, that... At the end of the day, if the federal government isn't going to do what it says, or that the president isn't going to do what he says, or do what he should do, as far as being civil, number one, and just reach out and say, hey, customary, two-minute conversation, is there anything you need, let us know, blah, 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 etc. And so we're, we're seeing here in real time that Republican and Democrat can work together. So as there is a future for that. Obviously, there's differences there. But also that there is a hope for possibly in the future recovering what had what was um, lost in this divide over these last couple of years of bringing back old things that are not really there as far as the divides within racial lines and et cetera that go down um, political divides that have have been risen back up since the Obama administration. And and even though Biden said, he says, well, I'm going to be the uniter-in-chief and et cetera and all this stuff, we're not seeing that. 
And I think once you step past below this administration, the rest of the Democrats don't necessarily agree with that. And they're stepping aside from that. And you have to look at the campaigns that are going on right now. Is they're not wanting to to adhere to what the stand, pol- policy stances are from this administration because they see how detrimental it is. They're trying to campaign against it. Obviously, they're one of the things they are agree- in agreement with is the, the issue on abortion, but outside of that, most of them, if they're not progressive, if they're moderate Democrats, they, they want to stand against what this administration is doing as they did at the end of Obama's term. And, and so I think that's a, a positive thing there to see that this stuff is happening. Um, so with everything that's going on here, DeSantis is showing he can be a uniter as he's doing it right now, not just in rhetoric only. Uh, so I think that's a very, very positive thing. And then as we head towards the midterm, uh, some things you guys are seeing firsthand, and this is more of a our personal ministry note and some things that are going on happening to Dutch and other people, um, even uh, Russell Brand, who politically and religiously do not agree with uh, wholeheartedly, but is you're seeing the censorship wave starting to increase. And you saw it last week and this week with us on YouTube, and we're seeing it on Facebook, and we're fighting it. I'm fighting it at every chance I can, and all it takes is just to appeal. And most of the time, it's just a bot going through. You say one or two words that they the bot catches or, and tries to connect to something. It's not like there's an actual person, like on Dutch's video. It's not like there's an actual person sitting there. There may be, um, but in reality, there's no way you can can watch this many hours of video content and ban people at mass level like that they are. There's something that's going on, and, and this happened right before the 2020 midterms as well. The banning, censoring, removing content that they don't deem appropriate based upon community guidelines. And you look at the community guidelines, it could be one of literally a billion things that you have no idea what is, and then when you question them on it, they don't even know what it is. And they're like, oops, sorry, it was a mistake. And and so I point that out as to, number one for us, um, if you want to continue to follow us, get everything, be sure to follow us on everything. If you're on Facebook, make sure Rumble, YouTube. Um, always sign up for our email list, our app, our, our website. Like We can always get things out for now um, on our website and on Rumble that we're pretty sure of. Unless something significantly changes with Rumble and our app company, we'll let you know. We'll, we'll find a way to communicate with you guys. But also for everyone else, it is make sure you guys are aware, like with Dutch, he's now pushing Rumble. Uh, that's a very good thing for him, his ministry. Um, as Rumble looks like, it's the safest, one of the safest places video content-wise to watch things. But it's, it's watch this, this, it's an overreach from these tech companies, and that's more of a spirit of wanting to limit the word that can get out. Obviously, tech, um, Twitter and Facebook did this in the last election, and they feel like it worked, and so they're going to try it again. There's some some things going on spiritually that are playing itself out in the natural, and so just as, as this is happening, just pray for the voters to be aware that 
where to go get information. Uh, go straight to a politician's website, look at their policies, see where they stand. It's going to be hard for a lot of people, obviously, with their lives and, and everyday worries, especially with inflation and now the people in Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, other situations, if something else were to pop off and happen, um, their focus will be diverted elsewhere right before these elections. And so the things just to, to pay attention to. And um, so we want to just point those things out. Of We're fighting these, these censorships. The best thing that I'm seeing can happen is they just remove your video but don't allow the strike that they have against you to stand. Um, so they've been remo I've been appealing the strikes. They've been pulling the strikes down. And in some videos, they've been pulling the videos down. Because we're not monetizing from it, it's hard to really get them to say, but I've, we've already saved it. It's, it's we have everything, so we're fine. We just have to put it up elsewhere. And they're old. I mean, talking videos from a year, two years ago that they're going back and reaching back into. Um, and it's really starting to increase elsewhere as well. Um, so just want to kind of give an update there. And then last couple things here on the news front is we're seeing the House and Senate come up for a vote. We've talked about this before. They try, They were supposed to be doing it last week, is the basically continuing resolution to fund the government. And Republicans are saying, no, they're not going to vote for this because of the quote-unquote, basically it's just going to do a continuing resolution for everything as is right now until December, 20, December 16th. Basically right before this Congress gets out of term, and Senate gets out of term for the next Senate and House so that they can just do whatever they want. Oh, we're not going to do it now before the elections to put people at harm in harm's way but without getting elected, but we're going to wait till the right very moment um, to where we can possibly pass something. And you have Steve Scalise and Kevin McCarthy saying, we're not going to vote for this um, and asking other Republicans to not vote for this as this would be detrimental to the economy to the country, because who knows what they're going to put in it. Uh, you have on the Senate side Joe Manchin saying that, well, well we need to do this. Um, we need to vote for this. And he's, <laughs> oh, he sold the country out. And I want to point this out. He sold the country out for nothing. Uh, if you remember, go back to the quote-unquote Inflation Reduction Act. Is he, he asked for a little stipulation in it, in the Inflation Reduction Act, um, that come this continuing resolution, come the next budget cycle, that there would be an approval for a exploration and gas pipe, oil and gas pipelines in West Virginia to occur. Well, he now, with, with this continuing resolution vote, has asked, supposedly, has asked for that to be removed so that they can vote for it after the, this coming midterms. And... There's still no guarantee that that will pass because it won't pass because no Democrat and progressive is going to actually vote for this because they, they are so bent on, quote-unquote, clean, renewable energy, even though that's a false facade. And it's really showing that they did get to him. If they continue to apply pressure, that eventually they will cave. And it's not a, it's not a good thing. Um, that this is happening, but is he believes he can convince upwards of at least 12 Republicans to vote for not only this continuing resolution in the, in the Senate, but also to vote for what he's asking for. 
in in my eyes, he's under some grand delusion here. Um, I mean, maybe he knows something that that most people don't know of of you know strong arming Republicans of of using the natural gas and and oil that is necessary to recover this economy. But the reality is, is he made a deal with Schumer, and Schumer knew what he was doing. He got what he wanted, and he sold he sold the country out for nothing uh, with this Inflation Reduction Act, which is showing to be extremely harmful. And so this is something we need to pray for both House and Senate leaders on both sides to stand against this continuing resolution coming up. Because um, the votes today of whether to vote for this and prepare this, the steps are being made within the House to push this forward. And so we're, we're seeing some interesting things happening. This is kind of going under the radar with the hurricane and, and now the pipeline, uh, Nord Stream 2 pipeline news. Uh, this will really affect us not only now but in the long term as this is one of those Bernie Sanders agenda spending bills along with those lines of just spending hand, government handouts and et cetera and stuff like that. And so it's something we need to be aware of and update ourselves on. And then last thing before I close is that um, there is, are challenges now to President Biden's student loan forgiveness as there's now someone suing and there's an opinion piece from the Wall Street Journal talking about the issues at play here. And one thing to note about this is currently there has been no student loan forgiveness. I have some student loans. Nothing has happened on their account. Nothing. They're supposedly going to wait till October. I, I'm not holding my breath on that. I, I don't want this anyways. Because I think it's in the long run, it's going to hurt the overall country. Um, but at the end of the day, is they're going to wait till October, closer to the midterms, before they start releasing it and, and, and putting it in people's accounts to show that, oh, we're doing something for you to buy votes in reality. But the reality is, is they, this administration knows they lack the ultimate authority on this, and they're going to be challenged on this. But this is going, as I said, when they initially announced it, they know what they're doing. They know it's not constitutional, but they also know it'll take years if it's done properly. And then you have to have someone who has standing to be able to bring this to show how harmful and, and affected they will be. Really, you need a class action. You need multiple, multiple, multiple hundreds of people to join in on this, a bigger organization to, to fight this, not just some individuals. This, this is the case here in Indiana um, with this opinion piece with the Wall Street Journal. Uh, so some interesting things here. This is a, a this will be a golden court case to watch out for. This will be one of those things to stand in. And it's a combination of golden court case and, and praying against the Bernie Sanders agenda coming that, could, that will cripple the next three to four generations if we're not careful, um, along with a continued resolution. And so... Um, just some things to watch out for, to be prepared for uh, in the season ahead, and, and to continue to go out and to be involved in relationship with uh, constituents, candidates, family members, everybody, um, and, and, and be a light to those around us in the season ahead. Well, it's good to be back, and it looks like it's Miss Karen Marsh's birthday, so blessings. I uh, didn't want to forget that here. Um, a faithful follower here, and, and, and yes, glad to be back, Miss Sharon. Um, thank you all for joining back with us and, and want to um, continuing standing praying on the wall 
And I'll give, keep giving you guys updates on our uh, back and forth with social media companies as they try to censor us ahead of the midterms. Um, but if anything, we'll always be here on the Facebook group. We'll try as best we can to be on podcasts. If they don't censor us, they, usually podcasts don't. They, they tend to, because they're not so public-facing, uh, tend to allow pretty much anything to go out, as, as they should. They're acting as a, a platform, not a publisher. Um, so blessings to each and every one of you, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one.